Hey friends, we are back with season five of the Autoimmune Revolution podcast, and I cannot thank you enough. It has always been my dream to help reach as many people as possible to help empower you to understand the options available to you beyond what is probably presented. So thank you for all of the emails and questions and love over the last four seasons. I am excited to be here with you for our very first episode of season five and beyond. In today's episode, we are going to talk about going against the New Year's grain, right? Talking about clinically proven ways to lower your inflammation so you can lower your inflammation without changing your food or supplements. Welcome to the Autoimmune Revolution Podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women start their very own autoimmune revolution so you can stop chasing symptoms and become the healer in your home and in your human suit. So here's what we're talking about. New Year's resolutions absolutely do not work, right? We know that it's been studied. We know that 80% of resolutions fail each and every year. Um, And some of the reasons behind that, there's really two big reasons. One is that you've heard the old adage that it takes 21 days to make a habit, but it actually statistically takes 66 days for you to shatter an old pattern and for a new habit, a new healthier habit or an unhealthy habit for that matter, to become automatic. We also know that the biggest factor in whether or not a new habit sticks is how much different or how much the same it is than your previous habits. So I like to use the example of McDonald's, right? So if you are um, eating McDonald's three times a day and your New Year's resolution is to never eat McDonald's again, it's unlikely that you're going to be very successful at that. You would be, you know, 80% likely to fall into that batch of people whose resolutions fail because it's nothing like what you were currently doing, right? If you if you say, I'm gonna go from eating three meals a day out to eat to cooking at home three meals a day, very unlikely that that habit will stick through the entire month of January, much less beyond. So what works better, what we know works better is making small sustainable shifts. And if you've been listening long, you've likely heard me say that before. Small sustainable shifts win the day, every single time. And so what that might look like using the same going out to eat three meals a day versus, you know, home cooking three meals is that you start with one meal a day and you say, okay, instead of going and driving through McDonald's each and every morning for breakfast, I'm going to make my breakfast. And you come up with three or four or five, a few options, right, that taste really, really good, that are really, really simple and really enjoyable for you. And then you work on making that change first, okay? And then once that change is stuck, we know scientifically that's gonna be about two months later, then you do the next change. Okay, so now let's work on lunch, okay? And then you start making your lunch at home, packing your lunch at work, those sort of things. That's how you move through uh, setting small sustainable goals for you to accomplish. That's how you change your habits. And then before you know it, you look up and you're a totally different person inside, outside, and habitual-wise or habit-wise, right? So the normal 
the normal pattern of people going in and just woo, making changes and trying to get their New Year's resolutions to stick, it just doesn't work. It's super fun sometimes to make these big goals, but it just doesn't work. So I suggest instead making big goals for your New Year's resolutions if you want, but creating small actionable steps to get there. So that's kind of where this comes from because the the big push for New Year's is like, you're going to change everything. You're going to do this diet and you're going to work out seven days a week and all these things. And it's just not going to work. It's not realistic. And I certainly don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. So normally I share a story about this from one of my clients, but for this, I really thought it might be important to share my own story or at least part of my story, right? We don't have all day. Um, I don't make New Year's resolutions. In fact, I generally don't um, make any resolutions at all. I like to make shifts. So I've made resolutions in the past many, many times, year after year, from the time I was a teenager into my early 20s and a little bit into my 30s too. And not only did I make resolutions, but I have made on like an annual basis, so every New Year's, but I have made so many stinking Monday morning resolutions. Have you ever done that? I will start this on Monday and I will start this on Monday. I will start working out every day on Monday. I will start this diet on Monday. And after all those attempts, and I can tell you, I mean, like most Mondays, there was some sort of resolution. I found myself more sick, more tired, more in pain, in more inflammation, and not just physically, but energetically and mentally too. And then one October, many Octobers ago, I made one shift a tiny micro goal that changed things for good. And interestingly, once I noticed that that change worked, I started looking back at all the other times I had made a change successfully in my life, even taking out of nutrition and fitness and health, right? But it all started with a micro change and then progressed from there. And so that's what we're talking about today. Things you can do, habits you can shift, patterns you can shatter that have a lasting impact and pave the way for much bigger changes. You know, when I look back, the old me wouldn't even recognize the current me, physically, mentally, emotionally, any of those things. And not just, you know, by the fuel that I put in my body, right? It's like a whole being, a holistic thing. When you know better, you do better. And so what we're doing today is to help you know better, or at least to maybe just crack open a little shell somewhere so that you can see the light and you can know that there's a, a different way out there. And I mean that no matter what you're suffering from, it could be like a chronic illness, an autoimmune disease, or a set of symptoms that just don't, won't go away. And, you know, I usually, when I talk about something like this or talk about, you know, the little shift that allowed me to lose a hundred pounds, I don't, I'm not by any means suggesting that you need to lose weight or that extra weight is a problem. All bodies come in different shapes and sizes. Extra weight is a symptom of something else going on in the body. It's not a cause of your issues. Um, and it's, it's certainly not a solution for any of your symptoms like mainstream medicine would have you think, right? It is a symptom, not a cause. So let's talk about the five ways to reduce inflammation without changing your diet, without changing your supplements, okay? The very first one, and you guys are gonna be like, Audrey, you've talked about this before, and I have, but the very first one is meditation. We know, and I'm linking the studies because I always want you to be able to fact check me, and if you have some different information, please do share it. Head to the wellness circle, audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook. We have conversations about this stuff in there all the time. But meditation is the number one way 
outside of food, medication, supplements to reduce your CRP levels, okay? CRP is C-reactive protein. It's an inflammatory biomarker. You might have seen it on your lab results sometimes. It's CRP or HS, highly sensitive CRP. So it's a predictor. It's Well, it's a marker of chronic low-grade inflammation and a predictor of disease-specific morbidity and mortality. So studies have consistently shown that elevated CRP levels uh, are an indicator for autoimmune disease. Um, They indicate increased risk for cardiovascular disease, so heart problems, for metabolic diseases, so things like diabetes, for Alzheimer's, and even the big scary C, cancer. So I encourage you, if you haven't tried a meditation practice, this is something that you can make a micro shift for. You can add five minutes to your day. You can um, add five minutes to your night. You can start with two minutes. You can start with one minute, but start to incorporate these things in your day. Allow them to become habit shifts. Allow them to shift the patterns that you already have. And then enjoy the benefits. And there are so many benefits of meditation, not just in reducing CRP, but we're talking about tangible things here today. Um, So things that you can measure. Uh, And so I've linked that in the show notes at audreychristie.com forward slash 143. I've linked the study and I have two guides on meditation there for you. One I wrote many years ago, and it's actually a guide um, for people who don't have time to meditate, or if you're one of those people that says, I can't meditate, um, then start with the first guide. Then there's a slightly more advanced guide, Meditation for Healing, um, and that one is part two. I encourage you to get both, read both, try both, okay? The next one, number two of the five ways to reduce inflammation, is spending time with animals. Yes, We've studied it. The studies were actually on dogs, okay? But humans have studied that spending time with animals actually reduces your inflammation markers in your blood. Again, I'll link the information on the page. But that's not to say if another type of animal uh, is best for you or you have like a cat or a horse or a chicken or uh, a pet bird of some kind that those won't work. The study was actually uh, between humans and dogs, and it's more than just walking in the door and like patting your dog on the head. It, you really have to you know, take a few minutes, five, 10 minutes, and just really love on your dog. Connect with your dog on a personal level. Get down on their level. Um, accept and receive love from them and give and accept and receive love to, or give them love as well. So that doesn't mean like flipping through TikTok while you're petting your dog. Doesn't count, right? You have to be fully focused on the dog for it to work. Number three of the five ways to reduce inflammation is restorative sleep. So getting your Z's. And you guys have heard me talk about this ad nauseum, but I'll tell you again, it's one of the very first steps in our autoimmune revolution membership. We work on sleep, 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 sleep. You have to have restorative sleep in order to heal the body. Even if you have to cheat to get there with some supplements sometimes, but you have to get over the hump, get your sleep back, get back in that sleep pattern. I have a bulletproof sleep protocol. I'm linking it in the show notes. Again, audreychristie.com forward slash one, four, three. It has so much information in it. And then if you try that and you need some more help, I'm always here to help. The fourth one that humans have studied as reducing inflammation, significantly reducing inflammation markers, is spending time in nature. Now, there are two aspects to this, right? You've heard me talk about earthing or grounding before, and that is getting your bare feet on the earth or your bare hand 
on a plant that is planted in the earth, preferably the leaves, but if all you can do is the bark, that's okay too. This grounds your energy. It gets rid of the positive electrons, which positive in this case are bad, right? <laughs> but it charges you up with negative electrons, grounds your energy, helps you shake off all those EMFs that you're exposed to all day long. There are studies that based on just spending time in nature, so with your shoes on, like walking in the forest or walking out in a field or taking a walk outdoors. And then there are also studies, you can take it further and make it a little bit more effective by actually doing the the bare skin contact to the earth. It helps reduce inflammation, pain, mental stress, helps to improve sleep. Again, there are studies, there's actually a documentary on this that my colleague, Dr. Laura Conover, uh, sort of pioneered with some people. Um, so I encourage you to spend time in nature. So simple, right? If you just went outside for your morning coffee, or if you, after dinner, you went outside and just sat outside for five, five minutes or so, that works to help reduce your inflammation. So the fifth and final one that I wanna to talk to you about is optimism. And the easiest way to start optimism, if you're not naturally optimistic, is a gratitude journal. Um, some of the other things that I've talked about will certainly help. Getting sleep makes everything better, right? <laughs> Nature, spending time with animals, meditation. But my favorite tool here is a gratitude journal. Now, I really have started using the five-minute journal, um, but for the last 10, maybe even 12 years, what I used was just a regular journal. So um, I think that a regular journal is probably the best step to get started. All you have to do is write down three to 10 things that you are thankful for every single day and try to make them things that aren't what are, are things that you had control over, that you had a hand in. So rather than just like, I'm thankful for the sunshine, but that's okay if that's where you need to start. But rather than just that, Maybe I'm thankful that I took the time to go outside and appreciate the sunshine. Now, I've been doing it for a long time, over a decade, and I norm again, now I'm using the five-minute journal just because I found that it helped prompt me in some different ways where I was needing some extra optimism, and that system is three things you're thankful for, three things that would make today amazing, and then some I am statements. So an affirmation for the day. I usually write a couple um, because I kind of have my standard affirmation plus maybe one or two that I'm working on. Classic overachiever here, y'all, but you don't have to do it that way. Um, and then at night, it has you go back and say three amazing things that happened that day. And then one thing that could have gone better. What I like about that one thing that could have gone better is clearly none of us are perfect, right? And so if I had an interaction with a person or a, a thing or, you know, got down on myself for something, maybe snappy for the, with the kids, uh, you know, any of those things, I can just write that down and release that before I lay my head on the pillow and mess up that restorative sleep, right? So I highly, highly encourage you to get out a piece of paper. Even if you don't have a journal, don't let that stop you. Any piece of paper and write down three to 10 things that you're thankful for. If you have more questions about how to navigate your wellness goals, if you're looking for more actionable steps in this episode, I'd love to have you come hang out with us in the Wellness Circle. It's my exclusive and free community to help women, women pursuing holistic wellness, body, mind, and spirit, and of course, discussions around the Autoimmune Revolution podcast. See, friends, chronic disease is 99% preventable, and autoimmune disease is capable of being healed or put in remission with lifestyle, energetic, and nutrition practices. You can get the direct link on the show notes page or head over to audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook. 
When you join the Wellness Circle, you get your free Kickstart Your Autoimmune Revolution Guide. It has five steps to get you started on your very own autoimmune revolution. Are you ready to stop fighting and start healing? So to wrap this up, you've got this, Mama. I challenge you to prove to yourself how you can lower your inflammation by choosing one of these things to implement right away. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a second, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating or review. Helps me help more people start their very own autoimmune revolution, and I'd be oh so grateful. I'll close by wishing you the most magical and restful day, friends. I challenge you to leave your world however you can a little bit better than how you found it when you got up this morning. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Autoimmune Revolution Podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. 